Welcome everybody to another edition of the VR Chat Show. My name is AJ from PSVR Underground, and today we've got a very special guest, Mr. Jimmy Bowers, today to talk about the new upcoming summer blockbuster, Fract. Jimmy, thanks for joining us today, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We've also got a slew of different YouTubers and creators that helped uh, put this together, and we've got Chris from Shughead Gaming, Skiva from Between Realities Podcast, Alex from Between Realities Podcast as well, Betty from Creeper Betty PSVR, and Jason, the Livinator VR. Uh, we've also got a bunch of great artists that helped design this beautiful room. Help, the show editor and, and does animations, Noctado, the, an artist, Misery, an artist, uh, Mystery, an artist, On Dog, an artist, and Betty, an artist as well. Uh, and then, of course, Jason also helping. So, Jimmy. Let's start off by getting to know you just a little bit better and tell us a little bit more about yourself, your history, and a little more about the history of End Dreams for those who are unfamiliar with your company, which I hear is actually like 100 people strong these days. Yeah, so we've gone through a period of sort of quite big growth over the last two years, which I was a part of. I finally joined the company back in March, um, around the time that we started announcing um, Fract um, to the public. So that was quite a trial by fire of jumping straight on board with the project. Um, so we're starting with End Dreams. We're quite a, an old company in the VR space. So um, if you've not heard of us before, we sort of started back in 2006. Um, we've got our sort of Big break in PlayStation Home, making content for that. So like um, Zai, if anyone played that on PlayStation Home. Um, and then towards the sort of end of the PlayStation Home life cycle, we um, jumped on board with VR. Our founder, Patrick, saw that as sort of the next evolution of VR games. And uh, yeah, the sort of rest is history, really. And um, once PlayStation Home closed, we uh, went all in on uh, on VR behind games like uh, Shooty Fruity, uh, The Assembly, Phantom Cover Ops last year for Oculus, um, just in the most recent ones. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously our latest one is Fract, uh, which is a PlayStation VR exclusive. Um, and yeah, for <laughs> a little bit more about myself, uh, I started, uh, <laughs> my career history is a bit varied to be fair. Um, I left school without really knowing like how to make a career in games. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't have any actionable advice from school of how to actually make that happen. Um, so I just learned a trade as like a safety net. Um, so I was a mechanic for about six years, um, but uh, moved into um, just by sort of building up things in my free time, um, moved into games journalism, content marketing, and then through um, networking at game events and, and uh, on social media as well, um, moved into community management. And I did that with uh, an indie developer who was pre-funding um, to begin with, and then found myself at Endreams, who were the first stu VR studio that were working in the VR space that I knew the name of, um, with them being based in the UK, and I am too. Um, so yeah, it's uh, amazing to be able to join that team, um, because the team itself is made up of like a lot of um, developers who have been in the industry quite a long time, um, being able to get that sort of tutorship from people, especially like in the publishing team and in the development team as well. Um, just across the business, there's people that have been in the industry like 10, 20 years at big global developers and publishers. And uh, yeah, being able to work amongst them. And, well, that's uh, awesome, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. I, 
I'm a big believer in everything happening for a reason. And, you know, your impact, even though you haven't been there so uh, very long, your impact has been huge. And, you know, you've been really integral into having end dreams, have connection with the community and uh, just really doing a great job of spreading the message around. So you are a valuable asset to us and to end dreams, man. So we we're very, very lucky to have you. So Fract is one of the biggest VR games coming exclusively to PlayStation VR this summer, releasing on August 20th or August 17th for those who pre-order the Digital Deluxe Edition. You guys previously did an exclusive on the Oculus Quest entitled Phantom Covert Ops, which was a lot of fun, by the way. Uh, and what was the thought process behind now doing a, an exclusive for PlayStation VR? Uh, yeah, so PlayStation VR um, is something we want to come back to to provide a strong full gameplay experience. Um, it's not our uh, fact isn't our first um, PSVR title, uh, but it is our first exclusive, which was purpose built for the platform. Um, so with PlayStation Home being like where we got our start, really, and um, we wanted to come back with um, a sort of a strong entry. And uh, sometimes um, exclusivity is how is how games get made, and PlayStation have helped a lot with. Um, getting fracked onto the platform and they've supported us quite a lot and they've been a great partner to work with. So yeah, um, with us coming later in the life cycle for PlayStation VR, um, we're able to apply a lot of learnings for the platform and sort of this year, these years of experience to really sort of deliver a, a strong offering. So before we get into what the game is actually about, Endreams has developed a variety of games from relaxing experiences to side-scrolling beat-em-ups to wave shooters with killer fruit uh, the, and the more recent, as I just mentioned, Phantom Covert Ops that was on the Oculus Quest, and now Fract. Has there been a change or inspiration behind taking a more cinematic blockbuster approach in recent time? Um, so I think as a um, studio, we're always looking to um, push the boundaries and experiment a little bit. I think if you look at our back catalogue of titles, no two are alike. Um, and I think the um, cinematic approach definitely started with um, Phantom, because um, although it's not like Fract, it doesn't rely on the um, sort of classic um, action cinema and action hero tropes. Um, I think it's more like, like a, a spy thriller. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's definitely been something that we've um, actively pushed going forward and I think helps with immersion and role play as well. Um, our creative director, Stephen Watt, um, really wanted to sort of deliver an experience that was... Um, on par with um, sort of flat screen gaming, so um, provides you with the um, sort of flexibility and the depth of gameplay that you're expecting, but with the like immersion and control that you only get in VR. Um, so yeah, we're we're definitely uh, aiming to create something that gives players more of a full, uh, rounded gameplay experience. Considering that more blockbuster cinematic storytelling has become kind of more of a norm. Uh, this generation, the previous generations, uh, I'm definitely excited about this direction. You guys have got Rudy and Bloody Zombies myself. So can you tell us what the elevator pitch for Fract is, what, what the game is all about? Yeah, uh, so from a narrative point of view, you play as a retired war hero. So he um, has retired, had enough of war, decides to um, move to a remote location in the Alaska Wilds just to have, like, a nice life, basically. Um, and it's quite an idyllic location, but nearby there's an um, evil corporation who are fracking, and they basically dig too deeply and un unlock this um, sort of ancient threat. 
which are the frat. Um, they're very, uh, they're interdimensional, they're parasitic, and basically they've taken over the workforce of this local, uh, yeah, local facility. So you've got to team up with Rosales, who is um, part of the local mountain rescue, and basically take them on. You're um, outnumbered and outgunned, but um, I think he's more than up for the challenge. <laughs> I love it. I mean, it sounds like something I would like want to go see in the movie theater. <laughs> now let's go ahead and hand it over to some of our very special guests here today. Alex, why don't you go ahead and kick things off? Hey, man, thank you so much. And hey, thanks for joining us, dude. Frack looks awesome. I'm really excited, and congratulations on the uh, release of the game. Um, I've been over here thinking about the demo, and I am curious, has the demo always been a part of uh, the, the strategy with the release of the game? And what does the full game have that the demo does not? Cool. Yeah, thank you for your question. Um, so yeah, um, our, the demo itself has always been part of the development plans of the game, and um, they were developed alongside each other. And I think it's just, um, with the PlayStation VR install base being as large as it is, I think our thinking was it provides players with an opportunity to actually um, check it out before committing to purchase. Um, I know it's sort of in an ideal world there'd be demos for every game possible, uh, for ev yeah, basically every game possible. Uh, it's not always possible due to like development timelines and just other things you can't really control but we're really um happy to have gotten the opportunity to provide a demo for fragged um and yeah i mean the the feedback that we've got from it has been amazing to be honest um as for what the full game um, sort of contains the demo doesn't so um I th there's so much scope to the game a lot of awesome set pieces um a lot of <laughs> really cool firefights um so hopefully uh, you, yeah you'll really enjoy what's to come if the demo was just a taste of what's to come, then yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, next, we've got Chris from Shughead Gaming. Take it away, man. Jimmy, thanks for joining us. Uh, just a quick shout out, Shooty Fruity. Shooty Fruity is yeah. fucking awesome. I love <laughs> Shooty Fruity. Never mind the space pirate trainer. Shooty Fruity is the wave shooter. Shooting fruit, the gunplay, awesome. Sorry, just had to get that out of the way. But with that off space my chest now. pretty cool, too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you can't shoot fruit. <laughs> uh, and processing groceries—that's awesome. <laughs> Anyways, Jimmy, uh, the as a as a fellow PS4 pro player, and then and then onto the PS5, I've always looked at uh, PSVR games and wanted to know if I was going to get enhancements with my upgraded hardware. Is that something that was important to you guys? Um, and if so, like what kind of uh, advancements, enhancements can can uh, people expect for their extra money, I guess? Um, so yeah, it was always important for us to provide additional features for people that have a PS5. I think it, just because it, we're launching during like a cross-generational time, so people have both and there's an install base on both. Um, yeah, it was important that the game could stand proudly on both the PS4 and PS5, but, but then subsequently take advantage of the added firepower of the PlayStation 5. Um, so for uh, Fract, you can expect um, uncapped dynamic resolution and better frame rate and better loading times as well. For everyone, uh, there's actually recent polls that were showing that the majority of VR players on PlayStation are now starting to get PS5s, be, uh, they're starting to be the majority of PS5s, so perfect timing on that one and we're really excited about those enhancements for sure. Um, until, of course, the next generation VR gets to us. But uh, next, we've got a question from Skeep. Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm a big fan of N-Dreams. Um, I really loved Phantom Covert Ops, as well as your, as well as your other titles. But uh, the Fract demo was just absolutely incredible, and I can't wait to play the full 
uh, the full game. So the locomotion and the cover system feel extremely smooth and satisfying. How hard was it to come up with a solid control scheme using the PlayStation Move controllers? And in what ways do you think it sets itself apart from other games? Um, so for us, the PlayStation Moves were always a targeting device. Um, I think with the level of immersion we were going for, so um, it's not just like a gallery shooter. You're expected to ski, climb, um, yeah, use hover tactically. Um, I think the PlayStation Moves really lend themselves to that and that sort of immersion and grounding the player in the game. So yeah, providing players with that um, sort of level of immersion, I think would be lost on, a, on using a gamepad. Um, and as for what the game sort of offers and makes it stand apart, I think I think basically it's that um, providing players with a lot of variety for traversal, um, a lot of a lot of scope in the actual gameplay. Um, yeah, it, I don't think we'd have got that if we hadn't have used the move. Basically, that cover system is a real beauty. It really needs to be the standard for first-person shooters moving forward. I think <laughs> it's just so seamless and smooth, and and it's fun and and it's functional too. And just something that really hasn't become standardized enough. Um, yeah. yeah, so I hope, hope I was, that catches on with more developers as well. Yeah, I was speaking to um, our creative director and actually said that it helps with um, like the disconnect people can have when they get um, like sort of motion sickness in, in VR. Um, with your with you actually having to physically grab the cover, um, he noticed in like playtesting that it actually like grounded the player in the world um, because it, you you move as you would in the real world. Um, so yeah, uh, I think they've definitely developed a, a great way to use cover. That's cool. Uh, that's an interesting data point. I wouldn't have uh, connected with uh, you know reducing motion sickness. That's of course something we're trying to do. So. Uh, Alex, uh, you got another question for us, man. Yes, I do. Thank you very much. Um, Mike, you know, my question kind of uh, ties back into what I was thinking about earlier. Um, you know, is this a game with, with some meat on the bones? You know, how many hours roughly would this take someone to get through the story? And, you know, uh, what are the expectations there? Okay, yeah. Uh, so for us, the um, prior point was a conscious choice. Um, so it definitely offers a full campaign. Um, at the price point it is at. Um, it, it's hard to put a flat number on it just because it depends on your um, ability, the difficulty you're playing on, and a lot of var other variables, as well as sort of final fine-tuning and, uh, yeah, balancing. So I couldn't really put a flat number on it, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, it is definitely a full campaign. So now, Jason. I'd really like to thank you guys for giving me the chance to test and give you my input on the upper mobility issues for Phantom Covert Ops. Um, and I really want to thank you guys for making this for seated players and disabled players like myself. Uh, was that always the thought process when you guys were building the game? Or was it influenced by people outside for you to actually make it this way? Because I know you, I'd heard a, in an interview that you had mentioned that you kind of went that route. Uh, yeah, so um, it's definitely um, both, to be honest. Um, there's a lot of learnings from Phantom Cover Ops, which was obviously seated. Um, but for us, it was more about providing players with um, options. We obviously want to cater to people that have like really strong VRC, they don't need accessibility options. Um, but we also we don't like we don't, wouldn't want to force those kind of options like um, FOV vignetting and everything onto someone that doesn't need them. But also, we want to provide those options on the fly to make the game as accessible as possible as well. Um, so yeah, I think um, providing. Um, 
seated play as the default. Um, I, I know a lot of VR players prefer seated, um, but yeah, we obviously wanted to provide a, a wide scope of things you can, uh, of accessibility options that you can take advantage of. Um, so you don't need to back out to the main menu to um, apply any of these settings. So you can, um, yeah, put FOV vignetting on. You can choose to stand if you want. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, there's click turning and things like that, as you'd expect. Uh, but yeah, these are things that you can customize to your own preferences. So uh, for us, it's yeah about providing players with options more than anything. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I know a lot of the people out there are more of the hardcore standing players, and but uh, yeah, I always appreciate when the developers take that into consideration because some of the games are just tough. Like sometimes people don't want to make the changes, and some games are unplayable for people out there. But you know, I I love people that do because that makes your game so much more open for people, and that, that a lot of people will end up purchasing it, which is what the goal is in the end, <laughs> right there for you. <laughs> so thanks again for doing that. Yeah, VR games are rather unique in that have a lot of movement involved. So we always preach options, options, options. So, you know, for, for all the different, like you mentioned earlier, there's so many different skill sets, so many different play styles, uh, preferences, whatever. And it's, it's nice that you guys have everybody covered. That's really a, the best you can do. So great job there. Um, but Endreams has recently opened a new studio, uh, Endream Studio Orbital. And that is said to have a focus on VR that continues to grow and evolve over time. Uh, does that entail that these will be online or multiplayer games? Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, it's fail. It's like a fairly new announcement that we've opened a new studio, and we're obviously excited to be growing at the rate that we're growing at, and to explore other genres as well that we haven't really explored before. Um, I can't really. It's not really my area special uh, speciality. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll. We're looking forward to sharing more in the not too distant future. Um, but at the moment, yeah, the studio's still in its infancy, so we've not got really um, any more announcements other than that. Excellent. Well, congratulations on the expansion and really looking forward to seeing what, what comes out of that studio as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, Chris from Shy Games, we got another question from you, please. Uh, Jimmy, obviously the... the uh... The thing on everyone's lips these days, especially in your PSVR community, is PSVR 2. I was just curious how In Dreams and the, especially, I guess, the development team, um, how are they looking at that? Are they excited about it? Is there anything in particular, especially with the DualSense controllers and stuff? I would imagine there's some cool creative stuff they could do. Is there any, I guess, is there any buzz in the office around it? Yeah, we're all very excited for the next-gen PlayStation uh, VR, yeah. Um, I know from a personal point of view, I'm really excited that PlayStation have sort of renewed their commitment to, play, to VR um, because PlayStation VR itself has been um, sort of instrumental in getting VR to a wider player base and a wider audience. Um, but I'm, at the moment, we're definitely not at the end of the lineup either. I mean, there's still some amazing games coming out with, within the next few months, just to say the least. Um, so, yeah, um, we're definitely looking forward to the future of VR, that's for sure. Now, just yeah. a quick follow-up to that. Um, with the recent uh, leaked information that uh, Pearl managed to break, clap, clap, uh, are you guys, and then talking about remasters of PSVR games, bringing them over to the new console, would that be something that In Dreams would then con consider, possibly? Yeah, there's no, for Frax specifically, there's no plans for that at the moment. Um, but, I mean, never say never, but yeah, like I say, at the moment, there's, there's no plans for that. Cool, thanks. The game is 
almost set to I mean it's set to release it's about to to drop for us uh, but some of us are already excited about what could potentially happen in the future um, do you guys have any plans with this game uh, regarding any future DLC or story content or cosmetics anything like that that you'd uh, like to get after launch and um, so similar to the um in next gen vr question really um at the moment we're focused on sort of the frag launch and um getting the game out there and out the door for people to play um there's no um sort of plans at the moment but again <laughs> never say never um so, right. yeah um Especially when when it launches and it's like raking in the dough, you guys are probably going to want to add a couple things to it, you know, to, to say thank <laughs> you to all the people that bought it and supported it and loved it, I'm guessing. <laughs> uh, so I got a couple fun questions. First, um, what is your, Jimmy Bowers, favorite thing about Fract? Ooh, good one. Uh, <laughs> other than the art style, which I do really love, um, Mm. I'd probably say it's watching like the empowerment people get from it. So I've watched a few playtests, and I've been I've obviously been through it myself, where people do start fracked like a gallery shooter. So they don't really think to use cover. They're running around the environment um, with the freedom of movement. Um, but then as the game goes on and more enemies enter, like the battle arenas, and you're forced to have to take cover. Um, yeah, it's seeing people basically turn into John McClane or John Wick and, like, shooting over the shoulder, blind firing. <laughs> it's just that slow progression of, right, okay, I need to play this differently. And just how the roleplay affects people is really funny to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as a nerd and uh, Robocop and Cliffhanger and all these action movies, uh, it was, uh, it's definitely gives you that feeling, like you said, the, of empowerment and be the action hero. You can already tell it's it's going for that, and I think that's a, a great approach to the game to just be fun and action-packed. Um, yeah. So another little fun question for you. Uh, what does the team like to do for fun? Like when you guys, you've been coding all day, you've been marketing all day, doing everything you can, and then you guys need to just like relax, maybe have some team-building activities. What do you guys like to do for fun over there at Endreams? Uh, yeah, so it's been a little um, up in the air due to obviously COVID and remote work. Um, so we're all right. ba we're mostly remote based at the moment, um, but we've still got like a few clubs um, in our uh, company Slack. So like um, for watching films, there's one for the artists as well, um, who uh, set each other like fun challenges every week um, based on just like they'll get like a one word or two words like I don't know scallop coffee or something, and then <laughs> have to come up with a concept from that in like. 20 minutes which is really cool um and uh, yeah we're at the moment we're looking forward to sort of towards the end of the year when um well yeah we're looking forward to doing it towards the end of the year um we're looking forward to like going to uh, vr arcades together because there's still a large por portion of the team who haven't met each other in real life beyond teams like mm -hmm. there's still like 80 percent of the studio i've never seen in person so yeah wow. <laughs> definitely looking forward to actually doing things in person <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. We, we all are for sure. Well, before we uh, start to wrap things up here, is there anything else you'd like to add regarding Fract? I think the main point is um, if we can sort of um, shout from the rooftops about um, how excited we are for it and how good the game is, um, but with the demo being out there for people to play, um, make your own minds up. Check it out for yourself. Um, so, yeah, it's available on the PlayStation Store worldwide. Um, so, yeah, go check it out. 
Yeah, absolutely. Everybody watching right now needs to go out and download that demo right away. Check it out. They're very com I, I like how they show confidence, and once you play it, you will see why. It totally backs it up and, and just couldn't be more excited. What's up, Chris? Uh, one last thing, Jimmy. I We've talked a lot about kind of, uh, I guess you have spoken a lot about this being kind of a action spy movie type thing. Uh, no kind of mincing words are, are are we talking James Bond because as a huge huge Bond fan I'm getting some pretty heavy Roger Moore era ski sequence type things going on here I almost expect to see a, a lotus driving down here um, <laughs> is James Bond kind of an influence here it was one of the influences definitely yeah so um, Die Hard James Bond um, Rambo I believe um, yeah uh, that sort of era of cinema um, a lot of different Arnold Schwarzenegger movies of, of that time. Yeah, they're, they're all sort of uh, an inspiration for Frank. Well, it, it kind of has to with the whole, oh, he's retiring and he's found his peace, and then he's back <laughs> in action. That's your typical 80s, 90s movie right there. Awesome stuff. Thanks for that. Now, it would be criminal not to actually mention the soundtrack. Uh, I absolutely love the music. The the beginning, you're like skiing. There's like this little buildup of some some like little techno stuff building up. But then there's like a symphony like like that occurs. And and then once you get into the action, it's like thumping, like synth wave kind of '80s inspired music. Uh, who does the music for for the team or for the game? And uh, yeah, they did an absolutely great job. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's they've uh, had a lot of fun with it, definitely. Um, so it's Matt and Callum in our sound team. Um, they uh, use loads of different samples from like fifties orchestral to like house music. There's a there's a massive spectrum there. I and, love uh, it. Yeah, they've, they've definitely had fun. <laughs> is there is there any chance we'd be uh, we might be seeing the the soundtrack available? Uh, yeah, so uh, if you um, uh, pre-order the Deluxe Edition and uh, order it once it's out, obviously, um, you get a digital soundtrack, uh, digital um, art book as well, uh, and uh, the 72 hours early access if you pre-order. Uh, so yeah, that's part of the Deluxe Edition. Awesome. I'm definitely going to be putting that soundtrack and <laughs> giving it a listen. Um, well, Jimmy, where can we find you and Dreams, the team, the game on uh, social media? Uh, yeah, so we've had our own Discord, so it's... Uh, discord.gg slash endreams um, our primary platform publicly is probably Twitter um, so it's at endreamsvr and my primary platform is Twitter as well so um, at Jimmy S. Bowers um, but yeah that's probably where you can keep up to date with all our re uh, most recent announcements Awesome. Well, you know in that article that came out I think it was, I don't remember if it was Venture, Venture Beat um, but it uh, you know they mentioned that endreams is working right now uh so you guys out there might want to be following to see what endings has in store for us in the future uh well jimmy thank you so much for joining us today man it was an absolute pleasure we are so excited for fract uh i cannot say that enough the hype levels are through the roof thank you to everybody here uh, who, who joined us today to contribute and to all the wonderful artists that made this amazing set uh, this set will be opened up after this interview goes live, so make sure you come into Rec Room and check it out. Get you some skiing, uh, shoot, play with the gun some. There's so many activities. There's a zip line you need to check out that we showed off in the beginning intro. Um, and, yeah, thank you, of course, the viewers, for watching. Uh, I'm AJ from PSVR Underground. Thank you guys so much for watching, and you guys have a great rest of the day. We'll see you on the next episode of the VR Chat Show.
Woo! Woo!